You're listening to the Unstoppable Yes You podcast, Start, Run, and Grow series. I'm your host, Curlis Phillip. We've invited seasoned as well as up-and-coming entrepreneurs to share their stories, including the challenges and lessons learned on their journey to building a profitable business. This series is packed with valuable insights for aspiring entrepreneurs. And my guest today is Abelardo Guerrero Jr., also known as Mr. G. Mr. G is a professional photographer and videographer. He also worked as an executive producer on The Wendy Williams Show, and he's the author of the book, My Journey with Dr. Sebi. Mr. G, welcome. Thank you, my sister. A pleasure meeting you, and thank you for the invitation. Um, I appreciate you giving me a voice on your platform. Thanks for taking the time to share your story with us. So I'll start right after high school. So you played semi-pro basketball for a little bit. That gave you the opportunity to travel all across the Caribbean and you got into photography. What sparked your interest in photography? Actually, um, the pay, (laughs) to be honest with you. I'm going to keep it 100 with you, the pay. I was working for the Board of Education at the time. I was a dean at PS323 in Brooklyn, New York. And my girl at the time, her name is Glenda. I took her to the photo shoot on 23rd Street and to Bruno Versace. He's actually Johnny Versace's um, nephew. And um, I paid this man like $1,800 for three hours of his time. And I was like, man, it takes me about two weeks to make that money. And he made it on a Saturday afternoon and three hours. When I went back to pick up the portfolio that he did for us, I asked him, would you mind having an apprentice? And he was like, if it's free, it's for me. Let's do it. So um, I started going to his studio. He started showing me lighting. He started showing me um, how to use the camera. And so I went from being his apprentice to shooting on my own. And that's good that you actually said, you know what, I'm going to do this as an apprentice free of charge because the the education and the knowledge and the experience you were getting was invaluable. I learned more with Bruno Versace hands-on in six months than I could have learned at any university because you get the tricks in the trade and you get um he was able to show me all he did he already went through all the trial and error so i skipped all of that part and went to the the formula that worked in photography what was your first professional gig actually it was kind of funny how my first professional gig happened i was shooting trigger the gambler and smooth the hustler and ice tea from law and order I took some pictures of Ice-T's wife, Coco. They actually wound up being invited to the Wendy Williams show. It was a radio show, the Wendy Williams Experience at WBLS in New York. They went to the Wendy Williams show and they was talking about the pictures. Wendy saw the pictures and she was like, oh, we need a photographer here at WBLS. And um, she was like, my husband is my manager, so the photographer would have to definitely speak to my husband. Her husband at the time, name was Kevin Hunter. And Kevin Hunter and I know each other since we was 
eight or nine years old. So I was at the right place at the right time and knew the right people. You ended up becoming her personal photographer. What was a day like in the life of a personal photographer to a star? It's kind of hard to explain because of Wendy's personality. She looked at me as her husband friend from the hood, regardless of my educational background. It was like walking on eggshells in the beginning. Wendy and I, we clashed a lot in the beginning. And she actually appreciated the fact that I would never say yes, ma'am. The beginning, we didn't have a relationship like we have now. And so your photography gig with her actually turned into a much larger opportunity when she transitioned from radio to TV. So tell me a little bit about how your role changed. At WBLS, we at the radio, so nobody could see Wendy. Nobody could see the artists that come to visit her. So the pictures was like golden. I would take these pictures and then they would be on WBLS.com. So you could just go to the Wendy Williams show and you see who the guest was for the day. You Like Andrew Dice Clay or whoever came to the show, Common, Switch Beats. You would see the pictures. Once she got the TV show, these pictures is obsolete now because of the fact that you see her on TV and you see the people on TV. So I said, you know what? I, I need to figure out something because photography is not what it is anymore because now we're in motion pictures. I purchased a video camera now and I told Kevin, yo, Kev, everybody see what we do on TV here, but nobody don't see what we do behind the scenes. So I'm going to videotape Wendy behind the scenes. I'm going to videotape the audience coming in. I'm going to videotape Marco Glorious warming up the crowd. I'm going to videotape Suzanne talking to the crowd before Wendy come out. I'm going to document all of that so that we can have that footage. So I started doing that. And Lionsgate, the owners of the Wendy Williams show, we put together a package and sent it to them. That's how I was able to become executive VP for behind the scenes. And I became Wendy Williams' personal videographer. It was one of those situations where either I figured something out or my position would have just disappeared. So I had to create a position for myself. It's good that you had that foresight to say, you know what, I need to reinvent myself, create an opportunity. You presented the idea, it was well-received, and voila, you now had a whole new area of focus, and as a businessman, that allowed you to grow. Yes. It actually shocked me myself. We were at a board meeting, and they introduced me as executive VP for Behind the Scenes. I was like, executive VP? I love the way that sounds. You were on a growth trajectory. Any challenges along the way? To be honest with you, no. I've been so blessed and any challenge that would present itself, I always have someone who was an expert in that field who would walk me through it. I'll be lying to you if I tell you I've been hit with an issue that I couldn't deal with. Well, that's good. And it's, I, I think it's also helpful to be surrounded and connected with people that are experts to be able to guide you because a lot of um, up and coming entrepreneurs sometimes don't have that, right? Yes, and you also have to be open to listen because there's a lot of people they 
they get they get a certain position and they figure that they can't learn anymore. I'm always looking to learn. Like I'm a master student. I never want to consider myself like a master teacher. I'm a master student in everything that I do. I try to learn every day. So let's switch gears a little bit. In addition to your videography and photography business, you're also an author. So tell us how you met Dr. Sebi and what inspired you to write the book. Well, my sister was suffering with lupus um, some years back. And the family knew, but I didn't know. No one told me because um, Eve and I um, were real close. So at the at the time, one of my niece, my great niece actually, she slipped and told me, "Oh, it's a shame that Auntie Eva's gonna die soon." And I'm like, "Auntie Eva's gonna die? I just spoke to her. What you talking about?" And then she said, "She got some kind of sickness. I don't know." And they didn't um they don't want to tell you. So I immediately called Eva, and I said, "Yo, Eva, what's going on? Talk to me." And she explained to me that she had lupus. I was like, what the hell is lupus? And and she was like, um, it's an autoimmune disease. And just broke that whole thing down. And she was like, there's no cure for it. And I immediately said, nah, we're going to beat this. And she was like, you see, that's why we didn't want to tell you because we knew we knew how you are. And I said, all right, well, I'm not trying to hear all of that. And um, I'll call you back later. Uh, it's time to do some research. So I started looking for alternative methods of healing. And Dick Gregory came up, Dr. Ben, Dr. Leila Lee, all these names came up. And then Dr. Sebi name came up. So I played one of his videos on YouTube. It's called Eat to Live. And the first thing he said was, I could cure AIDS, sickle cell anemia, lupus. So when he said lupus, I was like, okay, this is the man that I need to meet. So I bought a ticket and I came to Honduras. When I got to Honduras, I couldn't get inside of Usha. Usha is about maybe, maybe four miles away from where I live here in Honduras. And, um, I get there and the security's like, you can't come in. You need to know somebody or you need to make an appointment. And and my whole thing is like, my sister's dying and you guys are talking about appointment. And um, that was challenging for me. So I spoke to my lady and my lady was like, um, just pray to God so he can help you find a way. So I prayed that night. I woke up in the morning, I had a message on Facebook. The message read, hey, Mr. G, how you doing? I love the pictures you take at the Wendy Williams show. And I, I love the pictures you just posted of Jamie Foxx. If you're ever in Honduras, I would like to hire you to take pictures of my family business. I asked, what's your family business? And the young lady said, um, Usha Village. And Instead of counting my blessings, I immediately got mad. I thought it was one of my friends messing with me. I'm Dr. Sebi's daughter. My name is Samar Bowman. And I was like, I'm in Honduras right now. I've been trying to get inside Usha for the last couple of days. And she was like, 
oh, you can come tomorrow. Just ask for Sama. So at this point, I'm like, I get on my knees and I thank God for just being so good. And I go to Usha the next day and the security's looking at me. He's giving me that look like I told you, you can't get in. So then I tell him, I'm here to see Sama. He get on a walkie talkie and said, um, he asked me, what's my name? I said, you can tell us Mr. G. He said, is it Mr. G here to see Sama? And they open up the gates of Usha. When I get inside, I see how beautiful Usha is. I see the thermal waters. I see the huts. I see, it, it was like, it looked like the Garden of Eden to me. Like that's the only thing I could compare it with. And Sama comes out and she's like, oh my God, Mr. G, so nice to meet you. And um, um, welcome to Usha. And she said, my daddy's not here. He's in LA right now. But you can take pictures. He'll be he'll be back on Saturday. So I took pictures of Usha. I walked Usha. So I took pictures of the huts, the thermal waters. And so what I did was, being that I, I'm a graphic designer, all the huts that had like scrapes on them, I would make them look brand new. I made it, I made Usha look perfect. So by the time Dr. Sebi came back, I already printed out the pictures and they was waiting for him in his house. So um, Sama calls me and said, daddy saw the picture, he loved them. Um, I, I, I wanted him, I told him that he needed to meet you. So this was October 5th, 2014. I met Dr. Sebi, um, I walked into his house we we go upstairs and he didn't say one word to me in my in my mind i'm like i know you could talk i've been listening to you talk on youtube for hours <laughs> why are you not saying nothing um the maid she gestured for me to follow him upstairs so when i get upstairs he sits down in the bed and i sit down in the stool that was by his bed and he said um you took these pictures and I was like, yes, sir. And then he was like, you a bad mother effer. And I'm like, what? He shocked me that he cursed. He was like, oh, my God, you bad. And you a low down. Like, he was talking like that. And he was like, I know this hut. That hut has scrapes right there. You fixed it. That tree doesn't have that much leaves on it. You made it fuller. Everything I did in Photoshop, he was able to tell me. So I was like, oh, man. And then he said, all right, what you want? And I was like, I have a sister that has lupus, and she's losing the battle. They telling us that she's not going to see 2015, and here we are in October. And they telling us that she's not going to make it to 2015. And then he was like, you're not sick? And I was like, no, sir. Last time I checked, I was healthier than an ox. And he was like, are you a Sagittarius? And I was like, yes, I am. I was born December 19th. He was like, I'm a Sagittarius. And he was like, is your mother a Pisces? I was like, yeah, I think. Yeah, she was born March. March. 15th, he was like, my mother's a Pisces. 
And then he was like, my name is Alfredo. It starts with an A and it ends with an O. What's your name? And don't tell me that Mr. G stuff. And I was like, my name is Avalado. He said, starts with an A and ends with an O, right? And I was like, yes. He was like, I've been waiting for you for 30 years, my man. And I was just dumbfounded. And I was like, I, I'm, I'm trying to understand. He said, my first job in the United States after I left the ship was at Martin Luther King Hospital. What you have to do with Martin Luther King? And I was like, I graduated from Martin Luther King High School. And then he was like, one of my sons that I helped um, deliver, name is Cesar. He said, what that name have to do with you? And I was like, my mother's name is Lucrecia, but we call her Cesar. And he was like, yep, it's you. Sit down. We got a lot of work to do. That's how my journey started with Dr. Sebi. Wow, that's an incredible story. And fast forward, you know, we all found out that he passed and you decided to write the book. So what took you down that path? What took me down the path of writing a book is that I met so many people who knew Dr. Sebi and I would find myself telling Dr. Sebi stories like everywhere I went. I became that Dr. Sebi right-hand man. They would always tell me, you, you should write a book so that people could hear about your journey with Dr. Sebi. Um, I think the world would really want to see that. So um, I talked with Next Level Publishing and I just said, you know what, let's do it. So I took like four months and just shut down and just relived my whole journey with Dr. Sebi. And that book, I never knew that book would not only do well, I'm one of the producers of, for Nick Cannon for the Dr. Sebi documentary. Just my, my whole journey with him or my connection with him had me con connected to some amazing people. I actually saw the, the trailer for the documentary I'm definitely looking forward to to seeing it. What advice would you give to a, a young person that is interested in going down that path? I would definitely, who's trying to do something like that, don't give anybody your power. Uh, a lot of people, they procrastinate because they feel like they need somebody to do something for them. Everything you need is in the mirror. That's one thing like I would love to tell any of incoming videographers, photographers, don't try to do anything like everybody else. We all individual. Believe in yourself. It's that it sounds like a cliche, but you have no idea how much self-confidence um can help you. Yeah, because I know, you know, just going down the, the journey of being your own boss, to starting your own business is that fear that that a lot of people have. And that fear can just be so crippling and keep you back, right? So you have to be willing to not be perfect going out the gate and continuing to just refine and grow. That's so true. That was that that was the scariest thing I ever had to do when I fired my boss. And sometimes that's all you need, right? You need that little push. Yes. <laughs> So where can our audience um, see your, your work in terms of your photography or, and also purchase a copy of your book? Oh, man. <laughs> well, as far as my work, um, you can go to 
thewindyshow.com and anything behind the scenes you see there. Um, as far as photography is concerned, I haven't taken pictures in a while. I've been doing videography. And um, you can actually, you can get my book at www.myjourneywithdrsebi.com. Um, you guys can follow me on Instagram as well. Is Mr. G Photos One? You'll see, you see a lot. I post most of the stuff that I do there, like with the celebrities um, at behind the scenes at the Wendy Williams show, and whenever I'm traveling, whatever I'm going through, you, um, I post it there. Mr. G Photos One. Awesome. Well, it was indeed a pleasure having you. I thank you so much for sharing your story with our listeners. Thank you. I want to thank you for giving me a voice on your platform. I want to say, I want to shout out my baby cousin, Susie. Love you. You always connected me with some amazing people. Prima, I love you to death and I appreciate you, you recommending me for this interview. To our listeners, I hope you were able to gain actionable insights that you can use to start, run, and grow your business. To receive new episodes of the Unstoppable Yes You podcast directly in your inbox, subscribe to our mailing list by visiting our website at unstoppableyesyou.com. You can also subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Red Circle, or Google Podcasts.